What is up, guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown, the real Rip City Rundown, the actual podcast. We are sorry about last week and the technical difficulties. You know, we actually recorded a full 45-minute podcast with a ton of great conversation about the first week of the season and the first couple games. But, of course, technology is not our friend. And uh, for some reason, my charging ports got busted. And, you know, long story, Wes explained it in the last podcast. So for the true listeners... The true ones that watch that, I appreciate you guys or listen. But we are back. We've got Blazer basketball to talk about. We've got winning Blazer basketball to talk about. More injuries, unfortunately. You know, big men and injuries and Portland. That's kind of something we hear every single year, I feel like. Um, but the Blazers went 2-1 and one this week, including a win in the inaugural in-season tournament game, which I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on that because I have some regarding courts and just how big of a deal it is. But with that being said, Cody, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. I think me and you projected the Blazers to go one and two this week, and Wes projected them to go two and one, and you're going to take that crown. Um, Yeah, solid week. I mean, we should have went three and out. We absolutely pooped the bed at the end of that last game. Honestly. The Grizzlies, um, the Grizzlies would be 0 and 7 right now if we beat them the second time, so it would have been great to smack them twice, but regardless, I'm very happy with the performance this week. Um, injuries continue to haunt us. We'll get into that specifically. But, um, yeah, not a bad week to be a Blazer fan at all. Shaden is him. And I think those are just a few of the main points to say in the intro before we even dive deeper. JWP024, um, how you doing? What up, WCOP1? I'm good. Um if any of you guys are watching the video version and saw what I was doing when Cody was talking and can recall of when that was from, then you does Cody know when that's from major props for that. I was doing Cody's uh, reaction to Mr. Lillard with a big time shot against the Lakers back when we were live streaming early, early last year. Um, good times back then. Now, um, honestly, all good, good vibes week. Like Cody said, um, like Cody did mention, I was the only one to say the Blazers would go two and one. And if we're being quite frank, the Blazers really should have gone three and zero. Just a literal choke job in the fourth quarter, and the second game against Memphis uh, was uh, the reason why we did not go three and zero. It's tough to win back to back games against the same team in the league. Yada yada. You score two points in seven minutes. It's always going to be pretty rough. But apart from that. Um, I thought this week was just an awesome time to be a Blazer fan because it's great when you just watch your team win when they like aren't expected to and are not supposed to and you don't like deep down don't care if they do or not. So it was it was nice to see the Blazers uh especially I really loved the win against um Detroit. I watched that one from beginning to end seeing two young teams go up and our young guys just outplay their young guys and by young guys I mean young guy and my young guy, I mean Shane Sharp. I think Shane Sharp's a good place to jump into because that boy has been balling. I don't know where his ceiling is. It might be like a thousand well, feet higher. It might be jumps, feet higher. He we jumps out, oh, out of the ceiling. Okay. Yeah, well, he jumps he out of the block that shot. Oh, that block, block shot in the game winner. Oh, my gosh. I, didn't, I don't know how many players can get to that ball other than Wendy and I don't know. Because um, okay, the distance of the travel, too. I'm not talking about pure vert. But um, anyway. Shaden is him. Um, is it a hot take to say that I think his ceiling is Simons-ish? I'll say that word. Simon. No, it's not a hot take. Because um, 
he's killing it. I mean, we said from the beginning how we wanted him to develop more into a offensive player, do his own thing. And he was, he was cooking. Like he was kind of like, we want to improve on the assists. We're the worst um, assist team in the league. We'll, we'll get into that later, but um, so, but it was good to see him like, you know, be himself and morph into more of a ISO ball dominant score. And he really proved himself a lot in those three games this week. Phenomenal week. And any rebounds the ball, which is something that a lot of other ISO Blazer players haven't done in the past. So he's everywhere. He's walking shots. He's getting rebounds. He's scoring. I'd like to see the assist numbers higher, and we'll talk about that later. But, boy, he looks good. And he's 20? Not 21 yet. He's 20. So mm-hmm. he's still one of the youngest players on our team. And to see – what he's done so thus far is truly incredible, and I'm really excited for the future. And this is his season, especially with Simons going down early. He's going to have to, you know, be that guy at least for the first couple months of the season. Yeah, I agree. I think two things, just looking at the box score for Shaden that jump out this week, is the minutes played. I know we went to overtime in that one game, but he played 42, 46, 41 minutes this week. I mean. Mm. He is the centerpiece of this team right now in terms of just sheer minutes on the floor. You could argue it's Brogdon or Grant putting up the most shots in the ball hog bros, as we mentioned last uh, podcast that never aired. But the (laughs) other thing, and I think the reason we are, because it's not necessarily like Sharp is shooting the ball a ton. I mean, he hasn't put up more than, other than one game this year, he hasn't put up more than 20 shots. So it's not like he's putting up Anthony Simons, Damian Lillard type shots, but he's being efficient and he's getting to the line. In that yep. Pistons game, he was yep. eight of ten from the free throw line, and then that first Grizzlies game, the in season tournament game, he was six of seven from the line. And that's something that Simons has struggled with so far throughout his career. That's something you kind of were hoping to see this year. I mean, a big uh, kind of aspect of being a top scorer in this league, you know, Dame was one of the best in the league. At is that's getting to the line because I mean. That's if you can get a free eight points on 10 free throws, you're shooting 80% from the line, you're eight to 10 every night. That's a free eight points. That's that's what bumps your averages from 22 to 30. So mm-hmm. I think that's been one of the most encouraging things from um, Sharp so far this year. And then, I mean, I we mentioned it again. It's hard. We mentioned it when we were talking, but none of the viewers heard it. Um, he's just made some strides defensively. It's not as much just the flash he plays, even though they're still there. Um, I think he and just the Blazers as a whole are kind of just given a little bit more defensively this year. Um, I think that's the youth. Um, Sharp's been great so far. Um, just to kind of piggyback on your take, Cole, uh, that was going to be one of the points I brought up was uh, his ability to draw fouls. Um, just you know, to kind of dive deeper into the stats, he's in the 82nd percentile in the league in shooting foul percentage which is pretty much like what percentage of a player shot attempts was he fouled on so pretty much if you shoot 100 times and you get fouled 10 you have a 10 percent, you know so he's getting fouled 12 percent of the time which puts him like in the top 20 percent in the league so i know that's a lot of numbers but for a guy that last year was uh pretty like i don't know relegated to catch and shoot or maybe mm-hmm. like catch and drive like immediately pull up jumper stuff you know, him getting to the line, like you said, is going to make him a more versatile offensive player. And then the other thing that I saw was interesting was 
he's becoming like a three level scorer because I kind of look at I looked at his breakdown on like his percentage of shot attempts where he's taking them on the floor. Thirty eight percent of his shots are at the rim, twenty four percent are in the mid range, and thirty seven percent are from three. So he's like, you know, becoming a good scorer at all three levels. Now he's on he's not shooting great. I mean, actually no, I think he's shooting solid from three actually. Um, forty five from the field, forty five point five from the field, thirty seven point eight from the three, and you know for a guy who's not necessarily, I mean he's he's isolating a little bit. He's not just like the catch and shooter he was last year. So it's those are great numbers. Yeah, I'm just I'm pleased to see his uh, willingness to drive and his willingness to become a multi level scorer because I think that's been the biggest or what's the biggest jump we wanted to see from him. We were like. Yes, we wanted to see him get more of a bag. Yes, that means handles, but it also means like, can you score more than just one way? And I think he's shown that. And then on top of that, the dude has all the athleticism in the world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's going to get his blocks and steals. So he just like, like you guys said, the block against Memphis at the end of that game, which by the way, he played 46 minutes that game. 46. The, in the, 46. I think like Chauncey, I think most teams across the league, because I was, I was watching like a couple, but I think most teams like, sure, the players are like, well, I don't know what we're doing here. But I, I think they care. Yeah, like, I know. They care about this. Like, the it felt different. like for this game, screw the tank, screw losing. Let's go get a win. And, you know, Shaden playing 46 kind of echoes that sentiment. Yeah. And going back to the free throw thing, he's averaging four and a half free throws this year. Um, last year, he only averaged a single free throw per game. And then, like you said, when it comes to driving and just drawing those fouls, I mean, just having the willingness to drive, like you said, is going to lead to fouls just because based on his sheer athleticism, he's going to get the fouls because he gets himself in places that guys just can't rise up and block those shots cleanly. So I think if you have an MVP, actually, I beg to differ. I think if you have an MVP of the week, you could argue it is Jeremy Grant who had a great week. He put up 24 points, 26 points, 27 points. Um, Again, big minutes. A key, a key uh, this week compared to the first week is these were all close games, and we saw majority minutes for all these guys. Grant's playing 38, 44, 38. Um, this is the Jeremy Grant I want to see more compared to the first week. I'm perfectly fine with Jeremy taking a bunch of shots. I mean, he put up 23, 22 in the two Memphis games. Um. But I, I want him to, uh, similarly to Brogdon, like, I want I don't want the young guys to necessarily just chuck shots. I want them to take their shots when they're supposed to take them. Right. I'm cool with them chucking shots because at the end of the day, they have a better chance of going in than the young guys most of the time. Yep. Um, yep. You bring up, bring up great points. Um, I wanted to touch before we get to an next player, just as a whole. Um, the team, I mean, it's young, so it's expected to be rough, but um, that is assist. Before, even just before assist, hang on. Are we a better, is it safe to say we are a better defensive team than an offensive team? Cody. Yeah. And when is the last time it's been like that, first of all? Literally, this is how I know this podcast is good, because that was literally what I was about to say next, was I was literally going to talk about how this team has literally inverted itself from the Dame era. Like, of course, it's a little extreme right now on the off- about how bad we are offensively because we're young and, you know, 
we can only get better with our young guys, like theoretically, but the Blazers, yeah, they're dead last in points per possession on offense. Um, they score 104 points for every hundred possessions. Uh, the league average is one thirteen about, so they're nine points worse than the average, but on defense, they're 12th in the league in defensive points per possession. And we're fifth in turnover percentage. So the blades and if just to top it off, seventh and offensive rebound percentage so what you're seeing is uh the blazers having a lot of high energy guys who play defense who are athletic and have you know the physical attributes to you know defend and then the the like i was saying the motor to want to defend like you have a bunch of those guys and you're suffering on the offensive end um but i would argue that this is a better way to build a team because it's way easier to find um like shooting and it's way easier to find offensively skilled players in the league like look at cam thomas like or tyler hero like that's why we didn't want tyler hero because those guys are just way easier to find like you could argue tyler hero is easier to find than tumani kamara like a tumani kamara who is you know a point of attack defender who has that potential i mean simons cam thomas tyler hero you know bradley beal when he was good i mean uh, you know some people are better than others but you know, scores are not hard to find or as hard to find as defensive, defensively minded, high energy guys. So Portland putting a emphasis on that this year at the expense of the offense. And, you know, youth plays a factor too, but yeah, Cody, you brought the point or you brought the point up. So I was just, yeah, going to say we're, we are inverted at, compared to the That's Dame. That's a great point. And Dame's had a, I guess, a little below average start. I'm talking about Damian Lillard. It's, but that's what Milwaukee fans are complaining about is, oh, we gave up defense for just a highly offensive player. And uh, obviously, Dame's going to turn around. We've been Blazer fans for 10 years. We know that Dame, you know, site starts off the season slow. So, but that's just an interesting thing Milwaukee fans are saying is, mm-hmm. oh, we traded away our defensive piece of holiday for offense. But anyway, back to our team and the assist. We're also not just last in league in points, like you said, Wes, but also assists. And that's been a common problem for Blazers the last 10 years. Even when we were a good at offensive team, we were always towards the back in assists. And although it's early, here we are again, deja vu. We are last in assists. And what's a little more concerning about that is if you look within our team, Scoot and Simons, um, have the most assists. They're two and they're two and three, and they're out. So yeah. our number one is Brogdon with six, and he's you know a vet, so that's kind of expected. Six man of the year. So behind him, in, ter- in terms of our, I guess younger core, um, Sharp averages the most assists at only two point nine, and for how much he brings to the table, that is just extremely low. And Jeremy Grant's next at one point six. So Jeremy really is. When Jeremy Grant's your second, he's getting Michael Porter Jr. allegations recently. Yeah, so it's just ISO ball, and yeah, you know, it's it's kind of important. You want your players to develop. Just it's good to be ISO. It's good to develop your ISO ball game as you'll throw turnovers, you'll make mistakes, you'll learn how NBA defensive defenses play. Um, So that's important, and to get bad shots out of the way your first early years in the NBA, but. that is definitely yeah. a concern that we need to approve on is assist. So, yeah, I, I think, I think the assists would, yeah. I think as guys get older, 
I yeah. think that will become a little better. And I think it's partly because of just the fact that we also are the worst. Don't we have the worst offense, lowest number of assists. We also just have the worst shooting percentage in the league. Like for example, if we had, yeah, I mean, we'd have more, more, I think the style I mean, more of points play, means more assists most likely. Yeah. Well, no, but like the style of play is, I think we're trying to become more of a pass happy team as opposed to, um, you know, Dame, which it's good. Yeah, that's fine. You want to build your style to your personnel and it worked for us with Dame. So I'm not saying that's the wrong way to go. I'm just saying we don't have a guy now who can shoot it from 40 feet with ease. So, you know, we're going to become more of a ball sharing team. And I think Scoot, you know, has those, you know, has the vision, but the team's young, we can't shoot. And we also play at like a snail's pace and we do a Which lot of ice. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I, a lot of our success so far this season, at least in the the times I've watched or just times I'm really honed in on just really focusing on what's going on. You you see a lot of our success when we do run, but we don't a lot. And I think that's I would assume this team's gotten a little scared to run, and especially with Scoot being out. Scoot's prone to run. When you have Brogdon running the show, Brogdon's perfectly okay with slowing things down because he can do that um but i i i would expect us to kind of speed up as the season goes on as like you said young guys get more comfortable but uh speaking of young guys obviously we have this great week scoot is not a part of this great week he's out um he'll still be out for tomorrow night's game against the kings i just saw um but he should be back within the next couple games when he does come back what do you think Chauncey will do when it comes to whether he starts or not, and what would you do um, when it mm. comes? Because I think at this point, the important distinction, obviously, Sharp is in the starting lineup because um, yeah. he was playing with Scoot in that one game they played together. But yeah, what would you do, and what do you think Chauncey does? Uh, I think I'm speaking personally. I think you should start Brogdon and bring Scoot off the bench just for like a week. You know, not saying Brogdon is the starter for the whole year. And honestly, more like there's yeah, nothing... sure no that, that the timing doesn't matter yeah. but like eventually you know later in the year scoot will start but i mm-hmm. think like you know yes scoot has been struggling he's you know picked it up the last few games and has shown some promise but like let him run against the second unit a little bit let him like have a little less stress on him i don't know i think that could be good you know you're not really you're not really trying to optimize a lineup to win games necessarily. So you kind of have freedom to tinker with lineups and minutes and all that stuff. So I think bringing Scoot off the bench is not, I don't think it'd kill his confidence or anything. I think it'd just be like, you know, you could frame it as, you know, we want to be really careful with you or, you know, you just kind of had a little injury there, you know, not, we're not gonna put a minute minutes limit on you per se, but you know, we'll bring you off the bench, let like, let you get up to game speed and just let them like get, comfortable there for a few weeks maybe start making some plays against the second unit as opposed to having to do it against like Kawhi Leonard on opening night you know it's a little diff it's a little difficult but long I think Chauncey will just put Scoot back in the starting lineup that's what I think he'll do but I wonder if Scoot being out kind of calms him down a little bit maybe because I mean we did see him kind of coming into his own a little bit when did he get hurt did he get hurt he got hurt in the Pistons game. It was, yeah, Pistons game because he had a pretty good game against the Raptors. Or wait, was it the Raptors game? No, it was Pistons because he started the Pistons game. 
Yeah. It was like second half of the Pistons game. I didn't even like see it happen. I just was like, where's Scoot in crunch time? Yeah. Well, speaking of more injuries. Oh my god. Robert Williams, the centerpiece of the Drew Holiday trade. This has got a lot of Cronin haters kind of coming rearing their ugly head. I don't the really depth. know my thoughts on it just because we don't know if he's gonna be out for the season or if he's gonna do this cleanup surgery. Um that will put him out two to three months, but whatever, he's gonna be out majority of the season. That is Robert Williams. And this is uh this is the risk you took when you traded for Robert Williams. You know, he's looked very good coming off the bench. He even was on a minutes restriction to start the season because we were trying to avoid this thing, but it was just a freak accident. I'm pretty sure he just banged knees with somebody. I don't remember who exactly it was. Um, and yeah, he's gonna be out. So might have been beyond though. Freaking clutch thoughts. There's really not much you can say. I guess the only thought is, are you worried this is going to be an issue going forward? I mean, he just this is this is Robert Williams kind of the past couple years. Just, I mean, I'm definitely worried it's going to, you know, when we're hopefully trending in the right direction and he's a part of the team, and then you know we lose him for you know months at a time. Like, yes, I'm worried about that Uh, for this year. I'm I don't not that worried because you know. an injury like this while it sucks can like help the draft um aspirations which kind of sucks to talk about it like that but that's just the reality of the situation um so i hope he gets better and yeah no but the the main concern is not about him missing this year it's about his just track record like you said and you know how much of it is just freak accidents over and over again and how much of it is like him being le- like legit injury prone. I think that's a question that hopefully is answered positively for us going forward. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Cody. Um, yeah, pretty perfectly. I mean, Blazers injuries just can't, can't escape them. Can't escape them. Uh, speaking of bigs. Um, Death taxes and Blazer injuries. <laughs> yeah. Looping Aiden in here a little bit, just and Robert Williams with the bigs. So, the, like I said, the Blazers are last in the league in field goal percentage. We're eighth in the league in uh, field goal percentage at the rim. Don't think we were eighth in the league last year. Yeah. Oh. I'm just kidding. I didn't. I didn't want to throw throw a. Sh- I didn't want to hit him with a stray. But yeah, the Blazers are um, definitely a more imposing and deep front court team, and has Aiton in. Time Lord, more, you know, Time Lord's kind of been that kind of, you know, limited minutes, high energy block of shots. I haven't, I haven't really had too many critiques with him. Aiton, I have my fair share of critiques with, you know, sometimes he, there's a few plays at times where it's like kind of lazy, lazy yeah. effort there, bro. Yeah. Um, but there are some plays where he'll get the ball on the block and just beautiful spin move and soft, buttery touch. And I'm like, Bosnian Beast was not doing that, not to compare the two, but. I definitely think Joe Cronin made the front court better via sending out Damon Nurk. So, and it's showing in the stats because I'm actually curious, but I remember we would like make jokes last year about how we were like in the twenties in rim percentage or eighth this year with, with being the worst offense in the league. Yep. Well, he's consistent. 56% field gold. Uh, Is he leading the league in rebounds? I think he is. Uh, don't have that. At the top he line. might be because Duran was out. Semi rebound. No, I mean, yeah, like, I 
No, he is. Yeah, he's first in the league in rebounds per game 13. at 13.3. And then another thing just, just interesting, I don't know if this it's is uh, an Aiton thing or if this is, you know, just a team defense and he's just the middle guy, so he's getting all the steals. But uh, he has 10 steals in the last three games. Good boy. Five, three, and two. So active, man. I still am waiting for that one, like, breakout game by Aiden where he scores 25 plus because you know he's his season high this year is 16 and his season ah. high in shot attempts is 13 so i I think Aiton can be a back to the basket second option center on a really good team I, he has that talent Boys, um i hate to say this but i i'm i was incorrect about what we're um we're actually eighth in the league in uh the frequency of how often we go to the rim and shoot. We're eighth in the league. We're actually 29th in the league in uh, actual shooting at the rim. So but that's uh, not, that's, I think that probably has a lot that's of a Mickey Mouse to scoot, you know, driving to the lane and not I agree. young guys. Actually, that's Aiden a good point. Shooting the ball fine. You know what? Let's just, let me just go straight to Aiden in time, Lord. And Let's actually... just look up Nurkic's stats. And Aiden's stats. I mean, if we really want to get picky like that. Aiden shooting fifty six percent from the field, just if we could just for gigs. take, we could just just take like some of Aiden and some of Nurk and just combine them together. I did Aiden... see on Twitter. Oh, I did see on Twitter Suns fans uh, calling for Eubanks to start. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? What's so funny? That. Guess what? Nurk is shooting from the field. What oh. is Nurk shooting from the field? Um, gosh, he's a one it's gotta be 50 percent. 37. Bro, Dame's Dame has more from the field from him when he's hey, uh, Aiden. Aiden wow. shoots like Aiden's in like the 41st percentile at the rim, Nurkic is in the third percentile. He shoots 50 percent at the rim, and he's in the second percentile for effective field goal percentage. Um, yeah, dude can't, uh. Dude can't finish. Dude can't yeah, finish. We're not, we're not here to slander Nurk, though. We're here for the Blazer praise instead. Well, I was just m- backing up my point that the Blazers are better at the rim now, which is actually true because we go from the third percentile to the 41st percentile. Another point I just thought of that has to do with nothing. I guess nothing we've talked about. Or I guess when we were talking about starting lineup stuff. Um, Starting three is still Matisse Thibel, but he's only playing like 18 minutes a game. He's not getting the amount of run as the other starters. And an interesting thing in the Grizzlies game. What too many? The... Doesn't matter. The Grizzlies game. Tomorrow, I mean, Kamara, you have a 66% chance that you're it was the Kamara Grizzlies. started the second half for the first time this season. Um, it was the Grizzlies. It was the in-season tournament. Justin, game. just an interesting point. Kamara's been such a dog, dude. And like Marcus Smart to grow, like that's guys we want. He's like, dude. I think that the like, non-cringy version of Zach Collins. Yeah, he, he's like I like, can't look at Zach Collins when he is like arguing with someone, and, and then I see that haircut just flopping back and forth. And, and he's like, a, you're not. He, of course, he's in his suit on the bench because he's out. No, yeah, I don't think he's out. You weren't you at the game when he uh. He got in a fight with Clay. 
that one year. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was a great game. That was Such a great a classic game. regular season game. Um, I I love what I've seen from Camaro so far. Hopefully, he can just get the shooting numbers up, but I think I think he will. But um, just mentally in it, like he's a dog, like you said, that is the mentality we want on the floor and what we want our team to follow. I think that Kamara playing more than Thibault is like expected because again, Thibault would be playing more if we were trying to make the playoffs, but we're not. Yeah. I hate that I have to keep bringing that up, but that's kind of the lens I'm looking at everything through. Also just another kind of sidebar here. There's a note on Zach Collins. Uh, I forgot who it was, but there's an article that was like every team's worst like move or decision since 2013 and they said the Blazers was drafting Zach Collins over Donovan Mitchell and Bam. I remember Dame specifically wanted Mitchell. If we had Bam during that Dame run, I don't know. I don't know. And Nurk. Okay. Like, and Freedom. And and it's kind of free. The only reason we got the other center. Who's our other center? The Hammer. The Hammer Myers Leonard. Oh, I'm just so pissed off. I still can't believe Melo is guarding Jokic in game five to close it every, t- every time. It doesn't escape my head how we grind all season long just to get Jokic backing down Melo. Or Cantor Cantor switched on to freaking Austin Rivers and he just hooks the life out of him. Jesus, he's so bad. Oh, my gosh. I get a G-leaguer who is a seven-footer at least. I don't know. Bro, our bench, our bench was like – Canter, Mello, and like a bat, like back when Simons was like the worst. Rondé Hollis. God, it was Remember like... Rondé Hollis Jefferson played like three minutes and I think it was game five and had like a minus 18. <laughs> it was to the point where we weren't even doubling Jokic because he would just make the right pass. It was just our guards sitting at the perimeter, catching their breath, ready for offense because they know we're just going to get scored on. Yolshi, I love you. Well, man, Robert Covington was just not the elite defender you wanted, but elite help defender. It's terrible at the point of the tag. Back to today, because that's all that matters, right, guys? Yeah. Hey, the Blazers <laughs> play defense now, so um, and it's are there a lot of factors that are playing into that right now? Like we play at a super slow pace. Yes. Have we played teams that literally can't shoot for anything? Yes. Um, but I, I see effort. Low, yes. What sample size low? It's what, true. We were top ten in defense to start the year last year, and I think we finished like twenty nine. <laughs> we were also ten and three. I know. I, I I think the Blazers will be a top half. Ah, uh, no, no, no shot. If we are top twenty, then that is like a wildly successful year. I don't know though because because just by because we're obviously going to be a bottom not not rating. I, I don't know the difference, but because we play at such a slow pace, like we the other teams don't get as many possessions against us, and no, also know, like. But I just think that by just naturally being a bad team, we're gonna have a bottom eight, bottom five record in the league most likely by the end of the year. It's gonna be because You're, because our just, offense is so anemic. Our defense. No, I know, but. I just think like I'll, I'll, okay. I guess that's that's my hot take for this episode. Blazers will have a top twenty defense by the end of the year. All right, that's cool. crazy that's that that's better, hot. That's better than saying we're making the offs. Cody, are the Blazers legit boys? We are legit for that first pick. I'll tell you that. 
Okay. Speaking of all picks, boy, Victor, just keep who's gonna win, Victor or Chat or Scoot? Not Scoot. Who said Scoot's gonna win rookie of the year? That was my hot, hot take, but like and I don't think Fine, it's I too, said Anthony was gonna most improved. I don't think it's too early to just throw that out the window, but I'm I'm about to throw that idea out the window. Like it's in my arm, but like I said Dame wouldn't get traded till 2024. So up. Well, my actual hot take was we were gonna have the first overall pick, which I guess is still possible. We're three and four. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> yeah. Remember how, how hot Jeremy Grant started from three from three last year, like over fifty-five percent. Dude, we, we should have known like twenty-eight. We should have known like three straight buzzer beaters. Such a smoke screen. Yeah. Do we want to say um predictions for the week record wise? How many games do we play? We've got three. We got at the Kings, at the Lakers, and then at the Jazz in the in-season tournament uh, second game. So, you know, we beat the Grizzlies, who obviously when we first saw the groups, when these got announced last year, you would have expected that to be a tough game. I'll say um, we go one and two. I think we beat the Jazz, because for some reason, I just feel vibes are great in these in-season tournament games. Yeah, we lose to the Kings and Lakers. And I think we beat the Jazz. That's that's exactly what I was going to say. Cody, do you dare go two and one like I did last week, or do you go with an zero and three? Zero and three is not bad. I'm sorry, but the Lakers and Kings are beating us. So, but I'm not going to say we go zero and three. Even if we all say we're going to one and two, that's fine. I'm going to say you didn't want to. You didn't want to save the graphic. Well, we are going one and two. So why would I like not say that? So, okay. There's no I way. I think we Lakers. So. I'm not yet. No one wants to be the guy to say we go in three. That's fair. Even though it's statistically more probably more likely to go in three than it is to go like one and two. No, it's not. Definitely not. Yeah, I don't know, bro. It's more yeah, likely we'll to go in three. Week, one. So maybe hmm? we'll do it. So yeah, Cody, yeah. don't fall into the trap though. What trap? All right. So if we go three and zero, oh, are we? Play? Are we playoff locks? Oh, just playoffs. I was, I was thinking home court. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never get over that. If we go three and zero this week, we'll get okay. jumped we're, from fourteen. Well, to Overs don't understand. We went ten and three last year, and we had a podcast just like this. It was probably exactly <laughs> most of the people listening to this probably were there last year. Well, yeah, because we got like two subscribers <laughs> here. <laughs> I love how you just go. So we actually had this podcast. So it's it's literally this one. Well, yeah, it was, it was in November, probably. I'm just guessing. Yeah. And I said we were ten and three, and then we were all in the boat already that we're going to the playoffs. But the idea, oh yeah, you weren't. Me and West were. West, you were. You definitely were. And then, and then the question arose of, are we getting home court? Because when you go ten and three, no, ready. The, you want to game exactly starts the season said. off that bad. You expect to, you know, for good things to happen, but. Just complete opposite. And then we go like five and twenty, and it's just what exactly you said is you go. All right, so with the emphasis from the bottom of my heart, I'm ready to say the Blazers are legit boys. So, and then we start talking, and then you're just like, I don't know if it was you or West, but someone was like, you know, I think it's safe to say we're playoff locks now. I mean, we can all agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it crazy to say? That we're gonna get home court advantage this year. And then probably West like clip it, clip it in the three six Blazers Lakers or something like that. And then we were clowning how ESPN had 
the Lakers to have lower Western Conference Finals odds than us. And yet, they, on the well, not, they didn't make the Western Conference Finals, but they made it to the second round. No, they made Western Conference the Finals. Warriors. Oh, yeah, they did. They right? beat the Warriors. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. The Lakers had a massive turnaround. They were at the bottom last year, and then during trade deadline, I don't know what happened. Yeah. We sold, well, they didn't. If you want my honest prediction, this year we'll finish uh, 14th in the Western Conference standings. Who's right worse? ahead of right yeah. ahead of the Grizzlies? Not the Spurs, because no. they're going to make the playoffs somehow. Probably right ahead of like the 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 Rockets because Dylan Brooks can't shoot sixty percent from three for the whole season. That's for sure. That's true. The Rockets are so bad, bro. How many, how many picks do you get before you're like good? They suck. That Curry highlight was so. There's something about basketball and just creating space in slow motion where it's just an art where it's just so so beautiful. Fuck mm. Dylan Brooks. Oh my god. Bars, homie. We're seeing, we're trying to see Wimby play when we come to Portland, right? Yeah. And we'll make That's a the vlog. game, right? We'll make a vlog and it'll get 200 views. Yeah. Facts. Okay. Let's you go off the trail here. We haven't been off the trail in a while. Let's do it. So, by the way, guys, if you're new here off the trail, we are officially done with the Blazer talk. Um, and now we're going to go off the trail, off the trail, as in off the trail Blazers, as in talk about whatever we want to talk about. Let's talk about that. I I I really enjoy making vlogs. I think they're fun. Obviously, not I'm not doing daily vlogs here. I'm not just making a bowl of cereal and showing you guys how I do it. Not the Logan. Like here. these are important things. I mean, you went to opening night. You went to Scoot Henderson's first game. That's a big deal. Me and Wes went to two Blazer games in two nights in a row in a foreign state. That's a big deal. Foreign. <laughs> We went to, we're going to see the greatest prospect in the re, in recent generations, and 150 people are going to care. If that. I mean, we can complain about our views, or do we ask the question to ourselves, is our content just trash? No. <laughs> it might be that, too. You know. No, your point. guys' vlog was definitely, like, really good. Like, better than my vlog, but still, both of them should Okay. Four minutes of content is not missed a deal. <laughs> I guess so. No, it's fine. It also doesn't help that's you know it was Scoot Henderson's first game and he was literally just Sucking. pooping bricks. <laughs> Picture. Yeah, AI was doing Scoot dirty. So, when are we all going to Portland next? For I don't know. When are we going to Portland? When are we? Will we be watching a college football playoff game? Let me say the schedule because we all go to Portland every Christmas. The three of us, we meet family reunion. So over winter break, this is the Blazers schedule. I'll start on December 23rd at Golden State on the 23rd at home against the Kings, the 26th at home against the Spurs, the 28th and the 29th back to back. And then at Phoenix, January 1st. Sounds like we're going to the Spurs game. Yeah, sounds like we're going to the Spurs game. Probably God, bro, that would be so sick. Seeing that would actually be sick. Getting seeing Wimby, like no, no, no glazing here. Wimby Niyama. That man's so big. And we'll spend all of our podcast oh. money we've ever made on one ticket. 
okay why why are we just literally just pooping on ourselves right now i've heard we make no money we've had no subs and we make bad content <laughs> my gosh well pke um, passed us in subs but we don't care pke did Shout oh out is that know. that is is that the um that's the kid that like the one that's looks like right? Slend- looks like slenderman when he's running on the soccer field <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, game-winning goal. Are we gonna see um the Ducks in a playoff game? The Oregon Ducks. I'm actually might go to the Civil War for Thanksgiving break. Hey, wait, Cody. I think we have to hit him with the. Are the Ducks legit? Wait, did you just say Civil War? You're gonna get canceled for saying that's not called that anymore. I don't think. What is it called? Not. That's true. That's so sad that it's not called that anymore. That's so stupid. It's well, just... if it comes down to a game-winning kick, you know we're not winning. What a great name. You're both from Oregon. You're two Oregon teams. You're it's like you're in the same country and you just go against each other. But no. Same country. Yep. Culture. Like um, other game the everybody. Ducks are probably the best they've been since what 2014 against when they were in the championship. Yeah, this team's can really I, good. Can I get a uh Cody? Can I get a the Ducks are legit boys? I just what are we six? Rank number six? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not gonna say that. I'll say it. They are obviously, bro. You know what happens? It's gonna be a cold night in November, and we're gonna choke against whoever. We're gonna choke Arizona State. Yeah, gosh. Well, did you see we're sixteen and a half point favorites over USC? Well, I mean, we got Buddy crying in his mama's arms. He's not ready to play. Okay, I think your team. I think think the Panthers would love to have him, but oh wait, they traded away the pick. It's fine. It I like, like having the Panthers and Giants, probably the most two of the most poverty. Hey, Giants are gonna get Caleb, bro. It's the Tommy DeVito show the rest of the way. Dimes, yeah, Dimes is out. Dimes might be done with football, dude. How about how about Kirk just tearing that Achilles, just sabotaging your fantasy team? <laughs> my, my team, man. What, what are you gonna do? That? I have Brock Purdy. I have Brock Purdy. He's, he's, he's yeah, yeah, Kirk and Purdy. Bro, Kirk Cousins is so good. He's he's the most underrated quarterback in the league. I'm telling you. Dude, he just racks the stats. He's racks the stats. I got he's him way in the draft. Kirk, Kirk was like pushing top seven quarterbacks this year. Dude, Sorry. when he got hurt, I, I saw that and I was just like. Dare I say top five? Yes. Kick. Kick and pity. I don't know if you guys do uh, fantasy football. It's fine. Uh, oh, it's fine. Okay. Okay. Can we talk about how Fresh Kid is just trying to feed cheesy players? He literally traded Mike Evans for no player. The cheesy. What? That I swear. I said, let me see. Bro, we could all be our best player and he's still not make the offs. Dude, cash. Yeah, look, 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 look. It's Fresh Kid and Cheesy Breadsticks completed a one player trade. Cheesy Breadsticks acquired Mike Evans from Fresh Kid. That's it. <laughs> Jeezy still put up like sixty this week. You got you. Bro, this is why I hate the. That's why I hate that league. There's so many shenanigans. <laughs> that's so dumb. He's two and eight or two hey, and hey, seven. Way west, but doesn't matter. I mean, he's not making the offs anyway. So. Yeah. No, I know, but like, and then you got I, Billy. Cole, Cole, can I get AJ Brown for you for free? Honestly, then you got Billy Goat just like dropping his best players because they go on, they they go and buy. Like Billy Goat dropped Devo Samuel. Like, what are you doing? Did you pick him up? Yeah, I picked him up. 
because <laughs> normally normally i don't do that because it literally feels like cheating and then thick sausage just has them the next week so <laughs> thick sausage top of the every time right. oh i want to win a championship man i've been to two but i can't i can't, I can't cody it. you you are due we, i was saying you're, you're you're my pick this year thanks man but, but that, was, not- that was that was that was pre-kick <laughs> i put up 180 like that's gonna be a record that is a record by far oh yeah is that yours is that your is that your bill is that your bill russell ring that was so long ago (laughs) 2016 or something that's back when that's back when it was like krispy kreme era and and uh mad beats (laughs) with mad beats Cade with mad beats (laughs) that's so crazy what are the other names um i think you are Julio, I think you are. Goat balls. Well, I guess. Smart breath. No. That was before Billy Goat. Let me see. Mad beats. Oh my uh, god. We can, we, can make, we can make TikToks now. You can wrap it up. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. Honestly, a fantasy football check every week would be funny because it would be just, it's, it's just too entertaining. It really is. Dude, we were saying before you end it, Cash and I were saying that you can like, you can every team name is so like iconic. You can literally just say like the first like syllable. You know, you, you, got, cheap, you got thick, you got fresh, you got Isis, thick, you got, you got thick, you got cruise, LBB, you got, you got you got I don't know LBB, long bomb, <laughs> that's the so goat, cool. yeah, goat, yeah, or or get Neds, goat Neds. <laughs> That was like his uh, uh short name, whatever. We were saying Cade. We were doing uh NBA comparisons to everyone. I think Cade was like the Pistons or something. Like, dude, just as dookie. <laughs> it's actually hilarious. This dude gets like Justin Jefferson and he gets hurt. <laughs> fresh, kids, fresh kids like Golden State. Yeah, no, we said Fresh Kids Golden State. We said Cole's like Boston, maybe. I'd say I'm like, but no, I'm not. No, no. We said you're you're Boston, Cody, because you go to the top. You, you're good and you go to titles, but you can't win. I think Cole, we, I think we said you're. Who's Mick? We said fix the Lakers because right because right mix obviously. Yeah, just attract stars. I think we said Spartans are our Spartans is the the Hawks go to a Mickey like Eastern Conference Finals just like Spartans went to a Mickey Finals. <laughs> Who's Billy Goat? Billy Goat's like uh. Just the team that makes reactionary moves, reactionary trades. I think Cash might have been Denver because he just won. I mean, he's he's like always Mickey, said, like, Mickey Mouse ring. Denver was bad. He said no, no holding back. Are the um? We said go to go to the Cavs. I don't know. We but had a Mon Bon Beast might have won the championship if it wasn't for that uh that January third night in uh, a but DeMar. <laughs> decided to have a heart attack on my championship night. Like what the actual hell are those odds? But. It is what it is, I guess. It's fair because you got to replay. Like, this is, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not gonna say this live on the podcast. I'll say it after. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Good. Thank you guys well, for thank watching. you. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. That garbage. If you're listening, give it a five stars on Spotify. If you're watching, give it a like. And then we'll see you guys next week. Um as we review another week of the Blazers and another in-season tournament game. Um so Thank you guys for watching. Peace out.